Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 161 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is creating your own tarot card meanings. And my special guest is Mantis. Hello, Mantis. Hi, Teresa. I'm so excited to be back here. Yes, well, I am so excited to um, have you back here because you are such a source of wisdom. And this is such a fabulous topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think for a lot of people who are listening, they're probably curious, how did you begin learning tarot? Because, you know, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, it's educational. They want to know yeah. also what got us into it. How did you begin learning? Oh, and they came to the right place. I started learning. I had a little a background in Oracle cards, Kabbalah Oracle. Uh, and so that kind of served as part of, uh, part of my practice. But then when I started learning the tarot itself, I started um, first, I looked at a variety of sources as much as I could about the meanings, the traditional meanings, what they used to mean according to different schools, and then what is being said about them today. What are the contemporary meanings of the same tarot card? So I started making that exploration um, and started applying them in my life by doing a daily reading, a daily pull, a daily card, and really studying in that card. Uh, and that allowed me to, you know, uh, deepen my readings right away. You know, it's so interesting. So many of us do that card of the day. And I've been reading tarot mm-hmm. now for, you know, about 40 years, and I still do a card every yep. day. Yep. You would think at this stage I would stop doing it, but it keeps your chops sharp no matter how long you've been reading it. And it's also always interesting how it shows up in your world, right? Yeah, absolutely. It keeps your uh, interpretations fresh and according yeah. to what's going on. It gives you a chance to review them to maybe, you know, you have a meaning uh, that for a card that maybe is not inclusive to everybody. Yes. And that, and taking, you know, having that daily, which I also do, I have that daily practice. It really allows you to review them, look again with fresh eyes and see what new invitations they have for your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, also the other thing, I love how you talked about research because, you know, back in the day, there wasn't as many books when I started. And now there's a lot of books, there's the internet. Oh yes. But most of us, when we began learning, it doesn't matter if you began learning 40 years ago or or now. We always start with that little white book that comes uh-huh. with the deck. <laughs> you know, I mean, all of us. So, of course, what I want to ask you is, when are those books helpful and when can they become a crutch? Mm-hmm. Well, I think me too. So, me too. I When I first got my first Universal Smith weight, um, I started looking for my first reading that I did for my friend right away. I started looking at the little book, the little white book, and I thought it was um, kind of like um, mystical, a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, Exotic with those historical meanings, uh, but also a little scary because some of those meanings were like, you know, straight up defeat, failure. Um, An evil person will come into your life and and things like that. uh, but at the same time, they gave me an idea of where the people that wrote those, that created those cards were coming from, more of the historical foundation. 
but then soon after, I realized I had to look elsewhere. And uh, your podcast was one of my main sources when I started like going to work. Uh, I would just be reading, to, uh, listening to those or some audiobooks and like, on the on the internet. Um, so I think you know. I, I don't use them anymore as much. If there's a new deck, I will take a look at it, uh, especially a contemporary deck. I'll take I'll take a look at the book just to see what the fre- what fresh takes they may have and how they're explaining their imagery. Uh, but other than that, yeah, they they kind of they can limit your understanding of the cards. Um, a lot of those meanings were in a hundred years ago, and um, there there's new things. There are new understandings of the cards. The other thing too is if you you know buy a deck and you're reading always that person's interpretation, I think you run the risk then of sounding like that person instead of yourself. Yeah, which, which is problematic. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't want everybody sounding like me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> very much the tarot should speak to your your experience and the experience mm-hmm. of your clients or querents as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, what are some of the ways you can be de- you can begin developing your own tarot card meanings? So what I suggest is you go through a process for yourself, a process of discovery in which you are trying to get to the bottom of the card, get to the deeper meanings, to the underlying structure of those cards, um, have a really felt connection with them. And then from then, from then you can, uh, from there, I'm sorry, you can start to build your meanings that are specific to life situations. That way you're not memorizing a bunch of meanings, a bunch of words. You are getting to the core of what those cards mean. And then, uh, you know, as a scaffolding and then creating your own rich interpretation and myth making using that basic structure. And then I do have some tips on uh, how to do that depending on the type of tarot card. Yeah, I'd love to hear your tips. Okay, so for all of the cards, so uh, and what I, what I mean by creating a process, set up a little process for yourself. Have a little tarot journal, or you can have a, like a Google Doc, um, something that will uh, store your uh, discoveries and that you can keep going back to. And you may choose to go card by card in order, or you can choose to let the cards come to you through daily readings and then you study and then you, you, you discover their meanings for you. So for all of the cards, uh, imagery and colors uh, will play an important part uh, in what they mean for you. And we, you know, Teresa, you know, there are a lot of intuitive, purely intuitive readers who are amazing at what they do that just work off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this real quick since you brought mm-hmm. that up. So what do you think about readers who encourage people to just go with your feelings and you don't need to know the traditional meanings? What do you say to that? Well, I think it's a valid system for certain for some people. I think it works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like to I like the art of tarot. I like the practice of it. I like the uh, occult structure. Uh, that comes yes. from it. I use those things in my process of divination, in the process of meaning making. So I'd say that's, you know, you, you do you, but um, a lot of people, especially when they're struggling uh, giving confident readings, 
uh, a lot of the times what they really what they could really use is some grounding grounding in the in this tradition in this structure and then creating your own and then you know you're going to gain a lot more confidence so uh, especially for folks that just read intuitively and don't feel very confident about the message yeah. that they're giving maybe take a step back and and, and look at the deeper uh, given meanings and structures of the cards and see how that works out for you Right. And I also find, too, that knowing that those structures sometimes provides a jumping off point for your intuition. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you mentioned uh, journals. And yeah. I'd love for you to talk to me about tarot journaling as a way of developing your own meanings. If you could tell me a little more about that or yeah, any so, other tools that you like to use. Yeah. So very simple. Yeah, I will share. Uh, I'll share some um, some specific jumping points or guideposts but for your tarot journal what i have is just a book it's a dedicated book or a notebook that i really like (laughs) that looks pretty whatever you want get some nice pens and then you start journaling i am i'm kind of a messy guy you know um aries gemini so like i just i just write all over the place and um uh Keep, I keep my meanings, you know, by card separated. But other than that, not a lot of system systems. Some folks have these amazing systems with symbols for each one of those cards, and you can look, look those up on the internet. Uh, tarot journaling symbols, I think, will uh, come back with interesting stuff for you on Google. But what you, what you want is to keep like something that makes sense for yourself, where each card has an entry in your book, and you can go back and add meanings, add understandings, discoveries, epiphanies, uh, how, how that card showed up in your life, uh, experiences, and, and all that good stuff. I love that. And, you know, I've been keeping tarot journals and astrology journals forever. I journal <laughs> a lot. And I yeah. just find journaling, there's something about that hand-to-pen-to-paper action that I think mm-hmm. really, it's almost like magical. It, I mean, yeah. it is magical when you think yeah. about it. And it really helps to like connect with your cards. It helps you connect with, you know, your intuition. So I find for me, it really is a way to get down and get in there and get to the heart of what that card means. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like it. But at the same time, uh, you can also do it on the computer, like Google Doc. And that I, I, last year I went through that process and um, I had to do it on the computer because I was gathering so much information and that allowed that the, the bright side of that uh, is that you can just enter all of this information for each card and then come back and start to parse it out, organize it, make certain themes condense around each other. And it, it adds another layer if you're going deeper into yes. the process. But if you're just trying to get confidence or starting off with your readings, um, just a, a good old journal will do. Yeah, but you know what? Doing it online, you can create your whole database there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go big. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, you could also then create something that you could drop that into like Dropbox and you can have it on your phone. You can have it on your your iPad or I mean, you could take it with you everywhere, that database. So that that's actually Mm -hmm. a really good idea. Yeah, it really opens the possibilities. Now, can you give maybe an example of an exercise or two that someone might use to find their own message in the cards. And we already talked about journaling. Anything mm-hmm. else you might recommend? Uh, for them, so uh, what, yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, the, at the most basic, you can pull the card and put it in front of you and uh, meditate upon it for a little bit. 
um, and see what messages come up. Uh, and also with the tarot journaling, uh, you, um, and you don't have to be journaling this. It could just be your experience. You pull a card in, in the day, in the, the beginning of the day, and then notice what situations, what energies, uh, what kinds of circumstances arise for you. And then at the end of the day, you come back to those to that card and see how it played out in your life. And I, I, I think that's one of the richest things you can do because it really makes you uh, understand it on a felt level, experienced level. Um, and you can, you're just going to take that everywhere you go. It's like you're so, living the tarot then. Yes, you're living the tarot. It's part of your life. It makes sense to you. It's not something you're just memorizing. I love that. You know, you also have a book that is coming out really soon. I mean, it is like all yeah. here. And I got a sneak peek of this. It's a beautiful, yes. beautiful book. And Thank I think you. this is, oh my God, I love it. I think this is going to be a book that really does help people who are completely new to tarot, but even old hands like me find a lot of, I found a lot of useful things like your spreads and I love the way you interpret the cards. So, you know, could you tell my audience what this new book is all about, the title, where they're going to be able to get it? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am so excited. Excited. My book is coming out on March 24th. Uh, uh, but you can snatch a pre-order copy right now. Um, and it's called The Truly Easy Tarot um, Book. And its, uh, its premise is that it's an easy, uncluttered guide uh, for tarot reference. So I go through a brief overview of tarot history and practice. Uh, I speak about the concept of guideposts, of using certain guideposts to help you arrive at a felt meaning of the cards. And then uh, the, the book goes through all of the 78 uh, cards of the tarot, um, giving a series of keywords or meanings uh, for both upright and reversed uh, setups of the cards. And, the, and then those meanings are, are bolded and the bolded terms take you to an interpretation page where that card is giving real life application and a series of examples that you can refer back. So it's simple. It's not like a huge reference guide. It's a simple guide that will give you keywords, meanings, and then how to apply those. And then uh, towards the end, uh, I give you 20 spreads of increasing complexity on, sp on different areas of life that you can use to apply your meanings. So yeah, I hope it will serve to people as a jumping off point or a review point. Um, I used a distillation process like we were talking about uh, in which I took so much meaning from the traditions, from the occult orders, what those cards used to mean. I took a look at what they mean today. Uh, I took a look at what could be let go of the tarot practice and what needed to be embodied. And then I created these contemporary uh, mystical evolutionary meanings uh, that I hope will uh, help upgrade some archetypes for us. Well, one of the things I do love is that it's very modern. And <laughs> I, I really appreciate that because, you know, we are not living in the 1900s anymore. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is 2020 as the time we're recording this. And, and your book really does give it an upgrade, an update. And uh, the spreads are so useful. So I think, you know, whether you are a beginner or whether you're someone who's really looking for some new modern meanings, um, to help support your uh, tarot database, so to speak. I think your book is really a winner, and I hope 
people grab it because they're going to love it. And also, I have to say the other thing. It is uh-huh. beautifully illustrated with full color, and you know yes. I love that. It really is a pretty yeah. book. So I, I so appreciate that. I'm so excited to hear that from you. Uh, it means a lot to me. And yes, I, I am a, I'm a sucker for colors and illustrations. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So Mantis, um, uh, the book is coming out March 24th, 2020. But also, where can people find you to work with you to learn more about other books and projects and classes that you've got coming up? Where can they find you? You can find me on my Instagram. That's at mantis underscore tarot. That's my home base and where most of my communications and my uh, collective collective readings uh, live. But then you can also go to my website, mantistarot.com. And there you will find information on this book, uh, on uh, my courses, and all of the other offerings that I have. So either, either one of those will do. Excellent. Well, I cannot wait for everybody to get their hands on your book. And I want to thank you for joining me today, Mantis. Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you. All right, people, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And remember, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got tons of lessons, uh, blog posts, astrological forecasts, so many good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. By the way, if you are enjoying the podcast, do me a favor. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to tarot bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember, that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.